Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, obviously, uh, very recently I announced empathywines.com. Super important to me, probably my biggest project ever. And to be very honest, bit off a ton, maybe more than I can chew. And so I need the community, need to sell a lot of cases of wine. If you, are, if you drink nine bottles of wine a year, it would mean the world to me if you went to empathywines.com right now and signed up for the three pack. Obviously, if you're a wine drinker, sign up for Club Empathy, which gives you a case of each and also access to an SMS service that helps you with all your wine needs, trips to Napa, wine recommendations. You'll see it. Just go to empathywines.com, empathywines.com. On this throwback to Gary's Wine Library TV days, he reviews four wines he'd paired with a Thanksgiving dinner. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Because we're going to be Thanksgiving. Hello everybody and welcome to Wine Library TV. I'm your host, Gary Vaynerchuk. And this, my friends, is The Thunder Show, aka the internet's most passionate wine program. And a big, massive hug hello to all the new Vaniacs watching for the first time because your young nephew or your daughter dragged her arm and said, you gotta see this guy, Gary. He's really handsome. I do have a little bit of a beard, but you know, really charismatic. He's awesome. He knows his wines, and we got these wines from him, and we're gonna taste along with him. So, big shout out to you, Auntie Susan and Uncle Johnny. Big shout out to Grandpa Paul. Welcome to the Thunder Show, and I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I hope I meet you and get to shake your hand and give you a kiss on the cheek. Four wines, you guys have seen them in the Thunder Pack now. I'm very excited about these wines. Two whites, two reds, and uh, one that we've had on the show before, if you rewind, a um, little more aged, the Zinfandel that I'm using actively right now in my home, and I wanted to make sure that you had it as well. I wanted as many people to try it as possible. I'm very excited about the show, and let's get right into it. Mott, my cameraman Chris Mott, great guy. Giants fan, but great guy. Bodeja Poesia, 2007 Tarantis is the first wine in your pack that I'd like you to try. Um, this wine rolls in at 10 US dollars. It is 100% Tarantis, which is a white wine grape that is absolutely taking the wine industry by storm. I mean, thunderstorms. Um, $10 wine, eight to $12, aromatically unbelievable. Please pour your glasses right now. Get settled, get in. Let me tell you a little bit about Tenantes. Uh, DNA-wise, a lot of people think that it has some relation to uh, Muscat. Uh, definitely a, a grape varietal that is coming on strong. A lot of people who drink Pinot Grigio and Sauvignon Blancs have been gravitating towards this. Even people that have not been traditional wine drinkers have been gravitating towards Tenantes because there's a lot of fruit and you'll pick it up on the nose in a minute. Plus the price point, my friends. It's a little bit of a tougher economy out there, but we still want to drink well, don't we? Shake your heads. There we go, I see it. Um, so we've got to drink smart, and that's what Tenantis is. It's smart drinking, eight to $12, great wines in the marketplace. Please, if nothing else, after this one, try another Tenantis in the next three to six months. Keep expanding that palate. Keep trying this varietal. It's extremely good with shellfish. I wanted to use it today because I think this is a great wine you know, for your entry-level dishes during Thanksgiving, kind of maybe when you first walk in, aperitif, if you're watching this before you have guests over, maybe you can, you know, take it out of the fridge now, maybe keep it at room temperature, and um, <clears throat> kind of serve it when people first get there as an entry level, like, here you go, great to see you, good to see you, Uncle Norm, 
how about those Jets? You know, that kind of thing. So let's give this a sniffy sniff because that's what we do on the Thunder Show. Baniacs, explain to your new friends what a sniffy sniff is. And you can see right off the top, Mott, you gotta smell this. This is where this grape really catches its fever and its excitement. It's very aromatic, extremely floral. You get that acacia uh, flower coming through. I get a lot of honey coming through on the nose as well. Um, I also get bright uh, honeysuckle coming through on the nose as well. Mott agrees with that. And also a little little Febreze action, right? You make a little messy mess in the bathroom and you wanna make it smell nice. This is usually what comes in those aerosol cans and makes that whole room smell so delish. And that's what I get on here. So it's very aromatic, very fragrant, kind of like a muscat in that style. Um, now, wait till you taste it, a little different action. Let's give it a whirl. For all you first-timers, we've got the beard on um, because um, the Jets are not losing. I will not shave until my Jets lose. Now, here's what you notice. You still get that tropical fruit, cantaloupe, honeysuckle coming through in the mouthfeel, but you've got good acid, right? You feel the acid, and that's a food-friendly wine, my friends. It's got a very laser-like focus. I almost feel like this wine flipped out a switchblade and cut me right down the middle of my mouth because it's got that really great acid. But that blade is actually a melon blade and it's delicious and floral and just gorgeous. Good fruit, very easy drinking. I have a lot of, you know, intuition right now that if you pour this around the room, a lot of early beginning wine drinkers are gonna really like this wine. It's easy, it's fun, it's affordable, and that is an effa. And an effa mod. Easy, fun, affordable. An Effa wine, my friends, is the kind of wine you want to be drinking. I really like this wine. It's coming across really, really strong right now for me. I actually, ironically, first had this wine in Bordeaux, of all places, with Mott zooming in right here, the gorgeous and lovely Helene Garcine, who's actually a tour de force in the Bordeaux world, who's got some property in Argentina. And this is just a delightful aperitif. To me, an easy 88, 89 point wine, even pushing a 90 point Tarantas style. I was blown away then. Um, I wanted you guys to have it for Thanksgiving because I think it's really special. And uh, it's a very food friendly wine, as you can tell. If you pair it up right now, with maybe with some uh, uh, the green beans or um, asparagus, um, I think you'll find a very beautiful connection between this wine and a lot of foods you have today. 10 bones, beautiful. Let's move on. I'm having fun, man. Thank you. Thunder Cuvée White, 2006. Such a big response to Thunder Cuvée in the last secret pack, the red that I put together. We decided to give you the white. Rolls in at 15 bones. Um, and this wine rolls in um, at a very interesting 75% Chardonnay, 8% or so Verdeo, which is a very interesting uh, grape from Portugal that you find in uh, Madeira. Uh, but is now starting to be used by itself quite a bit. 7.8% Chenin Blanc, a classic white wine that gets overlooked that does great in the Loire Valley and some parts of California. They were all ripped up and planted with Chardonnay and Merlot in the early 80s, making a little bit of a comeback. And 8.9% Orange Muscat. So three really intriguing white wine grapes with the balance of it being Chardonnay. So what you're gonna see here is not your classic Chardonnay um, you know, kind of wine. As you can see, it's more of a a lighter style in color than your classic Chard, though still having a pretty golden tint, kind of like, you know, 
I would call it golden like Hulk Hogan's locks, Mott. But not quite that golden, actually. So that might be an, an overstatement. Let's give it a sniffy sniff. What I think you're gonna notice here is this is not as aromatically inclined as the last one. So I wanna really, you know, this is an opportunity where a lot of you, almost a thousand of you have the secret pack. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of you have this wine in front of you. So let's do this together. You'll notice if you have the other one side by side, if you can do that right now, um, you'll notice this is much tighter on the nose. I do get a little orange peel. And I also get a little minerality, believe it or not, coming through on the nose, a little blue stony action. But it's much tighter, I think you guys all can recognize. It's uh, much more difficult. There's a little bit more creaminess, a little of that oaky California stuff going on. But overall, tight nose in comparison. It's an aromatically challenged wine, and that makes me go, boo, I'm a little bit worried about this wine right now, the way it's gonna show. I haven't had this in about three, four months um, since it's been bottled. Let's see what happens. I'm a little bit disappointed with the nose. Let's see what's going on in the palate. Though it is perfumey. Ladies, <clears throat> don't, don't you feel like there's a little bit of a perfume action going on here? It does feel a little perfume-like. It feels like a little magazine, open, smell a little, little Saks Fifth Avenue tss, 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 as you try to get through it. Um, smells a little perfumey to me. A little mango-y kind of pineapple thing going on. Do you get the pineapple? Pineapples are starting to come through. Let's give it a whirl. Really fascinating wine. Here's what I'm proud about with this wine. Do you feel that length on the palate? Just, it's a heavy wine. Do you feel the oomph? Do you, uh, uh, little, little junk in that trunk kind of action? Little mouthfeel going on here. Coach your palate. Has that subtle oak, but it's there. So you kind of feel like you're in Chardonnay land, but then a little more acid, almost like Chablis-like, but not flinty or minerality-driven enough to make you think it's Chablis. And then you get an explosion of almost like Tarantes, almost like pouring a little Tarantes into a grand old oaky Chardonnay. That's what this feels like, because you get the weight, the creaminess, and the oak of the Chardonnay, but you get the floral, ripeness, tropical fruit, slash acidity from the other three grape varietals blended in there, and it kind of, that's what we were going for. That's what I was trying to do when I created this wine. It's the wine I put together. It was really fascinating when we tasted this in the store to see people's response, and it's just been a very kind of interesting wine where it's been 85% have really loved it, 10% have been meh, 5% are just baffled. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where you guys come in. Um, but what I know that you're not getting here is the over-oaked gookiness, which is what I'm proud of. And again, because of its heavier weight, this is a great alternative to a Riesling or a Gewürztraminer to have with turkey. This is the intentions of a wine like this. I'm very curious to see what you guys think by itself. Now go over to the turkey. Can't be far away. Taste it and try it with this. I think you'll see a very intriguing transition of how well this forms into the turkey. Um, again. 80 to 90 point type wine in my opinion. And like Camus Conundrum, I see a lot of people really gravitating towards this wine as a favorite. It's, it's, a, it's a medium bodied wine, not too overdone, but it's very aromatic and extremely food friendly. Dying to hear the response from you guys of how it acted with food. Let's move on get into some of the serious red wines now. So we stayed pretty conservative with the price points on the whites so we can bring you a little thunder in the reds. Rolling in at about 23 to 30 bucks is the Christopher Busson 2006 Bourgogne Pinot Noir. 
Swine rolls in at 25 bones or so, brought in by Kermit Lynch, one of the great importers of premium wine in the world. Um, Borgo and Pinot Noir, which is entry-level red Burgundy Pinot, which I drink a whole lot of because of the price points, because Burgundy's gotten crazy. I mean, I'm having to give back my watch if I want to drink a real Burgundy. I mean, they've gotten pricey, but you can still get 20 to $30, which is still a lot of money, but you can get real Bergs. Um, and that's what uh, the Busson has been in the past. Um, great color. You can see uh, you know, your fingers through it. Um, so it's got that classic Burgundian color. Very vibrant on the, the color coming through. Just that bright red flavor coming through. You can just really see in there. My, again, that, take a look. It looks pretty. Just that classic, classic Burgundian color. I just want to make sure everybody gets that. Um, this is what you look for in Pinot Noirs. If you're drinking Pinot Noirs on this holiday and you can't see your fingers through it, that means they're fooling around and they're throwing some Syrah in there and that's all that baloney stuff that I hate. So let's give it a sniffy sniff. Now what I think you'll notice is we're not getting the poop in the barnyard that we get so often in Burgundy. I'm getting really sour cherry coming through. I'm getting a little bit of pine needle coming through, which I like on the back end of the nose. I also do get a little sand, dirt, gravel kind of action. And do you smell the basil? Are you picking up a little bit on that basil on the back end? I get a little greenness. Very pretty, classic nose. Let's give it a whirl. I see Brett Favre, Dad, holding up ice cream. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? He's here? He's got ice cream? No. no? That's it? He's not here. All right. What's up? Hey, I understand. Brett holding up ice cream. Very nice. Thank you, Dad. Very nice. Um, so, this wine is classic old world style with a little bit of uh, bright fruit. Very floral. I get rose petals. A little rosemary coming through. Oh, that, by the way, a lot of new people watching. I have to remember. That was my dad, Sasha. He's the man, born in Russia, I was born in Russia, came over here, started a liquor store, I got involved, had a baseball card business, then he got me involved, then we blew it up, Wine Library, winelibrary.com, 1997, 2005, 2006, Wine Library TV, that's why we're sitting here. Anyway, great floral component, bright fruit, I get strawberries, this to me is quintessential, you know, textbook blueprint Pinot Noir, the way it should be. I have not actually had this Poussin, this was really Brandon pushing me to say, hey, throw this into the secret pack, I think you'll like it. We rolled the dice, I mean, the last two secret packs ago, or the last secret pack, two secret packs ago, we almost didn't like any of the wines. And I've been getting scared since then, and kind of throwing wines that I knew more about. Had this in Bordeaux, put this together, definitely know this wine. But I rolled the dice a little bit here, trusted BW's palette, and you know what? I think he kind of undersold it. We need to work on that. He, because this is really, really good. Better than I thought. Big explosive fruit. I'm gonna score this wine 91 points. To me, this is real Pinot. You're wasting your money, so many of you, on these Santa Rita Hills, on these you know, Central Otago, Oregon Pinot Noirs that are selling you against brand name and big ratings. Um, I just think that, first of all, ratings don't mean anything if you're watching for the first time. Just do it, I'm wrong. But anyway, um, I'm just excited because this is really good. I mean, I, I, I'm a little bit caught off guard. I did not realize it would have this much complexity to it. This is what happens with Bourgogne Pinot Noirs. At times, you get crazy stuff. Much more than their American counterparts, I have noticed Bourgogne Pinot Noirs, just the entry level stuff, because the wineries play and use some better vineyards sometimes in them, you get those one out of every 500 times 
that wine that tastes like a seventy or eighty dollar Burgundy, and you know what? This could easily pass as a sixty-five to seventy dollar Red Berg, easy all day. How do you not like that sour cherry? And I just gorgeous, like biting into sour cherries. I love this wine. Good. Good quality Pinot Noir is very hard to come by under 30 bones these days, these days because of sideways. And uh, I'm very impressed. Let's go 91 points and let's make that the clear cut champion of this pack so far. Really sit down and enjoy this wine. Let it sit on your counter for a day or two. It's gonna even open up more. Just that tannins are clearly there. Great rose petals. There's no doubt in my mind when you leave comments today, which is break down the secret pack for me. That's the question of the day. Old school maniacs, tell your new counterparts what you need to do. The question today is, break down this pack for me. First wine, second wine, drank this the other night, drank this, you know, just break it down for me. Um, I think this one is going to be the one that gets a lot of attention. And finally, the uh, Schifrin 2005 Howl Mountain Napa Zin. Um, this is 27 US bones. This is made uh, for uh, um, one of our great uh, employees, Bobby Schifrin here at Wine Library. Mott, can you link up the episode where we had it? Are you gonna be able to figure that out? Um, Let's, uh, let's link up the episode where we first show this wine and talked about the concept behind this wine. Listen, Zins, as we saw a couple days ago, are really the category where you want to use for Thanksgiving, but unfortunately we had a show where we had a lot of clunkers. This is far from a clunker. I've drank it a couple times now. Howl Mountain is really one of the great places to make Zinfandel. We had the Outpost the other day, which I felt was over-oaked. Um, let's see what's going on here. A little sniffy sniff. Just gorgeous. Cassis coming through, ripping with blackberry jam and cassis on the nose. There's also a very beautiful light black white pepper kind of thing going on coming through on the nose. It's really evolved in the last month or two since we've had it on the show. It's opening up more and more. You're getting a lot more of that black pepper, even a little white pepper going on there. This is the one that you definitely want to share with the serious wine people in your family right now because this has the oomph. Let's give it a whirl. This wine's getting better. It's getting better. Um, I think there's a lot of you that are gonna be blown away by this wine. You can just taste the absolute gorgeousness of the black fruit. Blueberries, blackberries, um, little huckleberries. Uh, it looks like every berry. I mean, this is just really, really nice stuff. Very intense, very dark, and here's the key, my friends, not over-oaked. And that's the difference. It's not being hidden. You're not getting too much of the vanilla or the, ah! Oak Monster, you're just getting the truthness from the vineyard. Howl Mountain is so special. Good bright fruit, um, just quintessential textbook quality Zin. You know, this is the 91 to 92 style rate. I mean, blew away in my opinion any of the Zins we did the other day. Of course, I am completely biased because I worked on this project and it's for somebody I love, but nonetheless, do me a favor. He'll love it. He'll really stroke his ego. We put Bobby's email in on the label. When you guys get a chance, why don't you email Bobby your thoughts. I mean, Bobby doesn't get all this internet stuff that much. He doesn't like totally believe in it. So Vayner Nation, please, seriously, let's link up and let's email Bobby your thoughts on this wine as well. It'll be a perfect Thanksgiving. For, I want to see him come in on Saturday and be like, what? You know, it'd be perfect. So please watch the episode with Bobby uh, if you get a chance to. Um, that mod is going to link up. This is really good. To me, you know what? A shoulder above where it was a month or so ago. The length is there. Do you guys still taste it? 
I mean, can you believe that? Now, what about some cheese if you have it laying around, guys? Do this with a little bit of cheese. Clearly, this will go tremendous with ham, turkey, stuffing, a very, very flexible red wine for this time of year. It's just freaking great. Pure power and great bitter, dark chocolate, but somewhat sweet, bittersweet tannins. That back end dryness that you're feeling, if you don't like that, if you're not a big wine drinker, that's what's telling you this will age. Five to 10 years, easy. Watch this evolve. A crusher, a fascinating battle between these two wines. Very curious to see what you guys think. Um, I'm really quite impressed with it. That's what I got, Ma. I put out a show. We did it up on Thanksgiving. Very fascinating wines. What is probably the most exciting thing for me is that I feel that there are hundreds of people watching right now that have tried a Zinfandel from Howe Mountain or a Red Burgundy or definitely a Tarantes, definitely that kind of blend for the first time. And it's about expanding your palate and drinking with people you love. And I know you're with people you love right now and I just stepped in and helped you expand your palate. This is one accomplished day. Now if the Lions can somehow shock the world and beat the Titans, this will go down as a very solid Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you come back and start watching The Thunder Show at winelibrarytv.com often. I hope you leave a comment. Feel free to email me. Enjoy your family. Love your life. We only live it once. You, with a little bit of me, we're changing the wine world.